We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey everyone, we're pumped to be able to share an exclusive trailer with you after the show. From Blue Wire Studios comes Golden Gold, stories of soccer legends. Each Monday, two new episodes will take a look into some of soccer's biggest stars and the moments that define their careers. All narrated by Brandon Kelly, the host of Blue Wire's Always Cheating Podcast. From Holland, Zoltan, Messi, Rapino, and many more, each episode will focus on the historical plays and personalities that make the sport great. So stay tuned after the episode and check out Golden Goal, Stories of Soccer Legends, wherever you get your podcasts. Blue Wire. What is up, Nets fans? Welcome to a live edition of the Brooklyn Buzz. I'm your host, Nick Faye. With me, as always, my guy, Jack Manuel, special guest regular on the show, Matt Brooks. Guys, how are we doing? Good. Excited to talk some Jamal Crawford. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be good doing this one for a long... No, nah, it's probably going to be like 10, 15 minutes. I've got some tweets to talk about. I've got some stats to talk about. Um, yeah, Jamal Crawford, walking bucket, baby! Yeah, one of the substitute players for the Nets. Definitely a surprise, at least for me. You know, Jack and I just recorded a podcast saying that probably wasn't going to happen, but... It, it is going to happen. It did happen. And as always, you can find the buzz on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, OTGBasketball.com, Netsplug.com, and Blue Wire Pods. But, Matt, what was your initial reaction when you saw Jamal Crawford sign with the Nets? Major Woj bomb. <laughs> the type we expect in July. Um, I mean, look, I don't have an emotion either way. Like, this roster, I, I can't get happy. I can't get sad about it. I mean, maybe if they signed somebody that I was, like, kind of semi-excited about. Like, at this point, if they sign, like, a Dragon Bender, I'd be like, oh, that's kind of interesting. But this one is just, like, I'm not going to sit here and get mad about Jamal Crawford. Yeah. Uh, you know, the most I could say is, like, is he going to take Moose's minutes or something <laughs> like that? Like, even then, I'm like, you know, Doesn't whatever. Matter. But I, I don't know. Like, it's – I guess it's some, – some people really like to watch him. I didn't even ever like to watch him, really, when he was in his prime. It's just not the, like, player type that I gravitate toward. Um, but I know there are people that like him that, that, you know, I guess will be happy to see him in this 
late stage version, whatever that looks like. Yeah, I mean, he's currently the oldest player in the NBA. Um, the oldest active player. I think he's a, a Udonis Haslam. Uh, he's usurped him uh, in terms of the age rankings. But, I mean, I'm. there's a lot of people who feel like strongly one way or another, especially uh, our guy Alec has been, uh, he's been hated <laughs> in the OTG group oh, yeah. chat and, and on Twitter. But, I mean, I'm, I sort of said I'm indifferent to it. You know, it's, it's going to be fun because now we've got some... Some Jamal Crawford fans, is a, I think a lot. He's a really loved by former players and teammates, and you know he's getting a lot of love from you know JJ Redick and, and and so many other guys, Isaiah Thomas as well. Maybe Isaiah Thomas is next. Who knows? But um, no, I thought Houston <laughs> Rockets <laughs> East, here we come. <laughs> oh boy, uh, yeah, ten years in the future. Uh, Spencer Dimity was my favorite reaction though. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to say what he. Uh, did but he put a, a nice gif of Denzel Washington uh, with the response to to the to Jamal Crawford signing. But yeah, I guess we could talk about his individual game. But the reaction is, you know, cool. Why not? Um, it adds to about what have we got? Like eighteen shooting guards on the roster now. Why not? <laughs> Why not? You know, it is cornering int- the market. <laughs> it's intriguing, I guess, in like the aspect of like the fan base and the storyline. But like, it is surprising that it was a two guard. They didn't sign a big first, and especially a veteran when it's like they have capable guys at that position. So, I was hoping we'd sign like a center or a forward, but that didn't happen first. I guess like you know, Sean Marks has a, a plan for everything. But do you guys think that Crawford's actually going to see minutes on the Nets? Is he going to play and like have some type of role with the team or? Uh, center six five forty years old we got you <laughs> i mean look like i i can say embarrassed enough that i watched some i watched a little jamal crawford in, in minnesota which i know some people are gonna have a feel to hate with um wasn't he wasn't crawford. good no he wasn't good and he wasn't good in phoenix i know he had a nice like last game his i mean look like if they play him i guess for you know, just if you want to be retrospective and look at his career, I guess that's fine. But I mean, I would assume that's the most of it. Like if he's like, Hey, if this is like one of those, like, you know, they know an agent or, or they, or they're just close with him or Marks is close with him. And they're like, Hey, we want to see your career end on a high note end on a playoff team. I mean, if that's what this is, that's fine. And they're giving him minutes. Um, Good I will, move, I guess. Yeah, I mean, and again, he's so well connected in the league with yeah. all these players that it definitely isn't the worst thing, and it is actually a little marxy to do that. But um, if you're expecting him to like have a resurgent comeback, I, uh, I I have bad news. I don't know if that one's gonna that one's gonna happen. So I think it's probably the first of those two. Yeah, I mean, there's not like the if this was uh, the Nets were within some sort of chance of winning a playoff series, I'd be like, all right, let's get some someone who has like a Lance Thomas or, or someone around that sort of range, or you know, one of the the G League sort of guys that you know Matt spoke to to Chris about in, in his stream. You know, I I at the end of the day, it's it's. I'm kind of cool with it because there's a nostalgic element to it. Let's get Vince Carter. Let's get Isaiah Thomas. Let's go crazy with it at the end of the day. I have no idea if we could actually get Vince Carter, but that'd be a lot of fun. Um, but it's the value that he's going to add on the court. Who knows? Um, I think that he can play at a pinch hit, you know, 10 to 15 minutes, something like that. You know, obviously, I would rather, I hope he's not taking away minutes, like sort of Matt was saying, from guys like Chioza, from guys like Tyler Johnson, from guys like Musa, who. 
for me, Nick and I talked about this on a podcast record like an hour ago, that it's an audition for those guys and, and to see if they can actually impact this team and actually be on this team going forward. Or, you know, impact this team as and, and be part of a trade package for a Bradley Beal or whoever it might be. But, you know, Jamal Crawford, does he take away the opportunity from those players? You can certainly make the argument for that. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's the guys that we're analysing are guys from 10 to 17 on the roster because it's yeah. a 17 man roster in Orlando, so it doesn't matter a lot. But who cares? You know, we're we're in quarantine. Uh, there's more fun things to analyse than the craziness that's currently happening in the world. Yeah, and I mean, like Matt mentioned, he's well connected, and like that's a good veteran presence to have a lot of these young guys that don't have any really playoff experience because it's pretty obvious the Nets are going to end up in the playoffs even if they don't want to be there, just because Washington isn't really sending a team either. So. I'm intrigued to see what type of role he has because it felt like maybe they went after Crawford because they weren't confident in not having a third ball handler. So he could just be that backup option if something were to happen to Levert or Chioza and you need someone to just bring the ball up or do whatever it is. So Sports are coming back and so are your chances to bet on your favorite team and events. And there's no better place to start than our exclusive partner, Bet Online. Get in on the action on this week's big UFC fight or check out odds on NASCAR, Formula One, and the Premier League. Can't wait for your team to come back? BetOnline has future odds including win totals, division winners, and even league championship. Or check out daily simulations of Madden and NBA 2K to watch and wager on. Visit BetOnline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus. That's promo code BLUEWIRE. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. Any idea or expectations for when the Nets will sign a big, or if they will? Uh, yeah, I'm surprised it hasn't happened already. Matt, you're the you're the guy who did the analysis of all the big guys and the G League prospects and stuff. What do you got for us? I had heard it was going to happen. I actually I was worried I wasn't going to get it done in time. That that scream <laughs> and uh, yeah, that that obviously didn't happen. So at this point, I don't know. I'm I'm at a loss. I'm like I don't know. Are we gonna are the Nets gonna run out a, a six seven man rotation of all shooting guards i don't know is this houston rockets basketball but you know with uh with a lack of creating and three-point shooting i i really don't know i, I i'm at a loss at this point i just think it's it's a yeah i got no clue i got nothing <laughs> it's strange to say the that's least. how i'm approaching this next yeah. season like i'm just like i'm out of i'm out of takes on this like just get in there, get stay healthy, and, and get out of there. That's that's pretty much where my head's at. Yeah. Jack, do you think of so, anything? anything? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, he's got connections to Sean Marks. You know, Sean Marks went in 2016, so it's another guy to tick off the list. You know, maybe the Nets get Otto Porter, and, <laughs> and they just complete the, the tri- – it's more than a trifecta now. It's probably like a quadfecta or whatever it's called. Um, in terms of the effect that I think he could have, you know, Jamal Crawford has – had a sensational career, you know. Looking back, obviously, at the past, his last two years in in Phoenix and all, and uh, Minnesota, obviously, are a bit of an aberration overall. But you know, he has been an incredible locker room presence uh, in in so many ways. Uh, a vet guy who can you know impart that wisdom, and maybe that's where he sort of goes to. 
you know, a Chioza or a Musa, you know, he provides them with, with wisdom and experience because that's what you want out of locker room guys at the end of the day. We saw Jared Dudley, you know, impart that, Damari Carroll impart that. The effect that they had on guys like D'Angelo, Russell, Carroll, Stavert, and the like, you know, I, I think that can't be underestimated. And even for a 12-game sample size, hopefully 13 or 14, <laughs> uh, maybe counting the scrimmages as well, you get 15, 16, 17. <laughs> that's basketball. Uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that the value that he provides is certainly not going to be on the court, um, despite the fact that in his final three games he put up 51, 27, and 28. Um, I know that a lot of people were have been big on the 51-point game. He got 51 points, and I'm like, okay, let's chill. But he did get 27 and 28 in the, in the other two as well. So he knows how to get his buckets. Um, I, I don't want him to be taking away shots from Karis LeVert and Chris Chioza and, and Musa. I want to see... That's what I'm, I'm hoping to see. I want to see, you know, experimentation from Jacques Vaughan. I don't want him to have to give minutes to, to these vet guys. You know, I want to see Jared Allen play 35 minutes and not see, hopefully, Amir Johnson take away a heap of that time in, in clutch time. So I think the value Crawford provides is off the court. Um, and I think that he can certainly impart some wisdom and experience and some knowledge upon some of the younger guys that are in Orlando. Yeah, I think that would probably be best case scenario. Like, you don't want to see him get minutes. You don't want to see him chuck shots. You want to see him have an impact on some of these younger guys, like you mentioned, Jack. Give him some of that Jared Dudley vibe and kind of help them take that step and maybe at least be competitive. Because I think that's what the goal for the Nets is going to Orlando. Like, they know they're not doing anything. They're missing so much of their team. It's like, how can we be competitive and at least maintain, like, games like we have in the past with, like, Kenny teams where, like, they're under-talented, but they were still able to at least keep it within 10. I'll say this. I wish they'd treat it like a summer league. I really do. Um, I don't know the downside of that. Like, I, we're now... I mean, I think the reason why I've been so impartial to this is because I can kind of already see... Like, when they made the Tyler Johnson signing, I was like, all right, I get it. Like, I, I'm not a huge fan of him, but I, I at least see that they're, like, you know, they were going the older route, and I think yeah. they're trying to find those, like, older vets because they think they're probably going to build this, like, an older team, kind of like the Heatles, Miami Heat, or whatever have you. Yep. But, um... But yeah, I mean, at this point, like, you know, I, <laughs> there comes a barrier where I'm like, I don't even know what the upside is on some of these signings, like Amir Johnson or who hasn't been signed, but um, but like Jamal Crawford. I personally would have preferred it. I mean, part of that is just me being selfish because I'm, you know, I think we're all going to be watching this team yeah. sometimes. We're yeah. going to be watching these games multiple times. Jack, I know you and I will be going back and watching this film twice. Uh would be a little more fun if they were new guys. I don't think yeah. that's crazy to say. <laughs> more of an unknown. So, yeah. And I um, just, like my, I said before, like, sorry to cut you off, Jack. I I understand, like, the aspect of, like, hey, we want to have competent players so we can, like, uh, evaluate these guys, like a Rodianza Musso or a Temple or TLC in, like, a real situation where minutes they'll actually play next year. That's why I just, like, can't wrap my head around the Jamal Crawford thing because there's so many two guards, there's so many ball handlers, and – it's not like he's going to provide enough veteran presence that you like truly need him. Where like you truly need a center because like Jared Allen getting three fouls in the first quarter is not unheard of. And then next thing you know, yep. now you're playing Rodions and Musa and you're down 30 and it's not even halfway through the second. Yeah, I think that there's I, – I literally, as we were, Nick and I were recording, I put out like a poll in terms of the direction that the Nets – what would we prefer them to take in terms of the young G League route, a combination of the G League and the vet route or the, the pure vet route. It seems to be that Sean Marks is is, is uh, showing the direction with the signings that he has made. Uh, someone in the Periscope chat, guys, uh, uh, L. Limage Eddie, who do you think uh, gets the last two spot? Has to be two bigs, right? I mean, Matt, you've done the <laughs> – I would hope so. Please. 
<laughs> we I, need it. Six eight plus, though, please. Like. It's gonna be Roy Hibbert and uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I honestly, I'm I'm ready for anything. It could be Roy Hibbert. Uh, I made Bob. a joke about Mozgov the other day. Come back. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's I don't it's, know. Yes, it really is anyone's guess. Um, obviously, we've seen the rumors surrounding guys like Amir Johnson, Lance Thomas, you know, guys that have been connected to the Nets in the past. Uh, I would be surprised if the, at least one of those guys isn't signed. And you know, I, would, I wouldn't mind. I, I've sort of said, you know, a dragon bender because you know, it, like Matt sort of said, we're, we're guys that like to look into a little bit of the old film and such, and it's nice to analyze guys that haven't necessarily. You know, been around the wings too much and sort of what they yeah. could provide a team, not what they've already provided a team. And, you know, I think Dragon Bender, you know, when you're a lottery pick, there is talent there. Uh, and I think fit. Um, M. Zuck 5, Alan Williams seems logical to me because of his time there. Yeah, I liked Alan Williams. I, I thought that his tenure in Brooklyn, especially, you know, on the bench as a, as a presence. And I think that <laughs> that's one thing that can't be underestimated as well. I think yeah. that on the bench, you know, with the the lack of crowds there, you know, you're going to be relying on on your guys on the bench to, to get you you hyped up, and then having a good team cohesive environment uh, certainly can't be underestimated in, in getting some extra buckets here and there. And I think that that's what the Nets have always had. Obviously, you know, losing Theo Pinson and and signing more valuable guys in terms of their talent and and what that can actually provide on the court. Um, but yeah, I think guys off the court as well. Um, I think that there's going to be value to that in Orlando. So it's going to be an interesting one. That is a really good point because like you're going to be stuck with these guys you won't even have your family until after the first round so then it's like okay like i have to really like this and i guess even in jamal crawford in that aspect he is really well liked so that's like a positive vibe to have there i'm not sure about alan williams though i feel like if the nets were gonna they would have signed him last year and brought him onto that playoff roster when they he was won. in china wasn't he yeah he went to china the yeah. Nets really needed a third big last year and they didn't sign him and i was like okay well that that's that yeah um for some uh, awesome stats, uh, we've got <laughs> before the, the three games, I had guys jumping into my mentions. Uh, Paul Headley, uh, he's featured on JBT and, and an awesome mm. NBA to follow. Uh, the previous 61 games before the three that I mentioned with the 51, 27, and 28, he averaged 6.6 points per game on 37, 30, 82 splits. So we're not, again, we're analyzing something and we're talking about something because, I mean, the Nets give us a lot to talk about, even when there's bugger all in this current quarantine crazy world. But and but also, if you want to look at it on the flip side, at GWIS, uh, 15.1 points and 6.8 assists per 36 last season. So, I don't know. Last <laughs> I, I just, like, look at the efficiency and I was like, yo, why did we ever think Jamal Crawford was so good? When you just, like, go through and look at the shooting percentages, you're like, Damn, like he hasn't shot over 40%, like 42% in a long time. So yeah, I, he's a gunner. Yeah. He's a gunner, yeah. what he is. I mean, like that's the thing with him. Like he's a tough player because like he's very fun to watch and I think that plays into a part of it and it also is like a big reason. Like, I mean, just the crossover game and stuff like that's generally him. something that other players especially respect and the shot making, it's very difficult. Conversely... There's not a, there's never been a lot outside of the yeah. scoring. So when the scoring starts to dissipate, then you're kind of not he doesn't have a lot to work with outside yeah. of that. So I think that's kind of why you're what you're seeing a little bit in the last 2 years is like when that goes especially he'll when you're so, so negative and he, defensively. Sure. Yeah. And like that's the thing like when he when he's on, he's on. Like you saw that in those last couple of games, but I think for the most part, yeah, like I wouldn't expect too much. I I hope nobody is coming into this Orlando thing, <laughs> yeah. to be honest, except for fun moments. I mean, he, I, I'm excited in a way. 
Like, as much as I want to sit here and be like, wow, I wish there were different guys, he is going to be kind of fun to watch. I, yeah. I can't sit here and lie. Yeah. It's going to be pretty fun. He might have so. a couple highlight plays, give you a little, like, razzle-dazzle type stuff. Sure. So. Yeah, something to, something to put on Twitter, something to retweet. Um, I, I, I love just how insane that Twitter gets at, at any signing and, and the routes and the, the, the conspiracy theories that go. You know, I, I think it was Brooklyn's beat. I can't remember if it was Brooklyn's beat or, or someone where it was sort of saying, Probably. is this the Nets going down the stealth tank route by getting all vets rather than young guys or whatever? And it's just like, all right, let, let's not look into it more than we signed Jamal Crawford, we signed Tyler Johnson, we signed Justin Anderson. These are guys that have had ties to the Brooklyn Nets in the past and i think that that is part of the reason why you know sean marks is signing guys that he wants to sign yeah. you know obviously you know he thinks that they can have some sort of an impact on the team but you know I, I would be surprised if lance thomas isn't signed you know i think that that guy has obviously you know played for the brooklyn nets in the past not necessarily bringing a heap of value to the team but neither is jamal Crawford, and neither is tyler johnson in that respect these are guys that you know, I don't think are going to be on the, the Brooklyn Nets roster next season. Maybe Jamal Crawford might be depending on, I don't know about his relationship or his ties to uh, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. You know, I think that a guy like Alonzo Trier is, is worth more of a flyer in that respect. respect. Um, but we certainly will see. You know, that's... Uh, I mean, that's all we can hope for these days, lads. You know, just some, some fun moments because uh, the daily grind is uh, certainly grinding uh, at the best of times. But, you know... We can get some moments. Yeah, I'm just hoping for a backup center. Like, that's all. Nothing I know. Too, nothing too crazy. Someone who can play, like, 12 minutes maybe. Just give Jared Allen a little bit of a breather. But anything else you guys want to talk about before we get out of here? Nets will probably sign somebody in 10 minutes. But Yeah, uh, true. <laughs> probably. Well, TLC at the four. I So uh, Tom Dodd at the Nets uh, official site did a thing, and they were – he's already – he was giving some quotes along the lines of TLC. I mean – uh, I was talking about playing a little bit of four. I was like, oh, boy, this is yeah. this is next level. So I saw a quote get ready that for like, that. I'm going to be down low helping Jarrett more and doing dirty work. And I was like, yeah, no. that was from Tom's article. Yeah. Oh, man. I was like, God, TLC. Like, we're not even talking about like Musa, who's at least like six, nine and has height. You know, I hope it's just like digs. Like he's just like digging a little yeah, bit, yeah. but it's not like he's <laughs> trying to play interior defense. I was looking. I this is where we're at with quarantine. So like part of the I'm. You know, I don't know if I necessarily agree with the tournament holistically, but I'm at a point now in quarantine. I'm like putting together something for TLC right now, and I'm like, man, next level. This is definitely day one. Of, like, I know there's going to be people commenting, being like, oh, day 160, huh? Like, <laughs> and there's a yeah. clip of Jalen Brown just like abusing him in the post. Yeah. So, uh, Jalen's a two guard. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. So, get ready for that. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I mean, you but, could do it. Oh, go ahead, Jack. I was just going to say, yeah, before we end this one, I do want to give Jamal Crawford's reaction to the signing. Uh, he gave uh, a bit of a quote from the lyrics of Brooklyn Go Hard from Jay-Z. Uh, there is black hoodie rap. There's no fear in my eyes where they're looking at. Uh, great lyric, great song. And uh, Santa Gold can do no wrong either. So, uh, yeah, shout-outs to to Jamal Crawford with that one. Love the, I love the, the song quotes. I think like Wilson Chandler, Toyin Prince, he's going to fit in nicely with those guys. Get, get some vibes, new vibes on the Either team. Them, yeah, but Maybe you know what I mean. Storylines, news, whatever it might be. Matt, thank you yeah. for hopping on. Jack, always a pleasure. Appreciate and it. As always, you can find the buzz on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, otgbasketball.com, netsplug.com, and Blue Wire Pod. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.